Autobots transform. No, hey, Kai Bumvenner, now near podcast pre la transform. Paul, Paul, you have your mic on the wrong setting. Oh, pardon, no, man. There we go. Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 24 of season one of Transformers Prime. It is One Shall Rise, part one. This episode was directed by Todd Waterman. It was written by Nicole DeBook and Dwayne Nice and Capizzi. Last time on Transformers Prime, shit mm-hmm. got real when Megatron attacked Raph with Dark Energon and then moved on to awaken Unicron and Optimus had had enough. And on this episode... Uh, we pick up where we left off last time with Megatron about to kill Optimus, and then the Autobots arrive. Yeah, Prime's still on his back, and he's like, well, why is the blood of Unicron erupting from the Earth? But yet, he'll never get to know. Mm-hmm. Megatron's about to bring down the sword, but no, here's the Autobots. And Bulkhead uh, attacks Megatron, gets him off of Prime, and he wants to have a few more fucking rounds with him but yeah. he's like no oh, come on let's go let's go <laughs> i gotta be honest i wouldn't mind seeing bulkhead and megatron go at it for a bit i know megatron would beat him in the end but it'd be a mm, good fight because uh, bulkhead strikes me as one of these guys that won't stay down yeah. he'll just keep getting up until he can't get up <laughs> so the autobots escape and then megatron he doesn't care because he has enough dark energon to fulfill his needs mm. and commercial break yeah, it kind of reminds me more of galvatron at this point like not complaining just an just an observation yeah. yeah well i think we've said this before this is this is megatron with heavy leanings into galvatron but uh, when we come back back at the base the autobots come through the bridge and they're helping optimus walk they're Carrying them along. And they, they can't figure out why the Earth is full of dark energon, but I know because I fucking called it Unicron <laughs> is Earth. Yeah, because Ratchet wonders, like, what's it doing on Earth? And uh, and they mentioned the word Unicron, and, and Miko's like, Unicorn? And like 34 years, John, that we have known the word Unicron, I never once realized it was an anagram of Unicorn. Just never put it together. Fair enough. I didn't either. But she's, <laughs> the, the humans are fairly irrelevant in this three-parter mm. except for june and i fucking loved what she did here she put her foot down and she was like okay i'm taking the kids out of here because this is yep. insane that boy needs to see a real doctor yeah <laughs> which she's right and optimus says, june i promise to keep all humans alive and blah blah and she's like okay that's good and fine but uh this is Earth, and I need to save them now, so get in the car, kids. And Miko's like, you're not my mom. <laughs> yeah, and then Bulkhead's like, Miko. And she's like, neither are you. Yeah. <laughs> just turns around and snaps at him. Then she says to Jack, well, fine, you get in, Jack. And he says, no, I'm not going. Yeah, because he's like, I am your mother, and get in. <laughs> yeah, and he, he doesn't. And she ends up putting Raph in the back seat, and they they drive off. The Autobots even offer a ground bridge, and she's like, no, yep. I'm leaving. Well, I'm done with and, this. Like, yeah. I know they were writing her as being the crumb bum but she's a hundred percent in the right here yes and as soon as she's gone agent fowler calls of course he comes in on the radio and the world is falling apart yep there are seven identical magnitude earthquakes happening at the exact same time as that volcano erupted all over the world and now miko has the the news on a tv and storms are threatening the canadian coast the tsunamis actually threatening the canadian coast and (laughs) so it's worth noting that you and i live on respectively the (laughs) east and west canadian coast i'm three blocks from the water so when i was watching i was like wait a minute is that is that nova scotia is that british columbia oh there's mountains shit i'm gonna die yep that's that's definitely the west canadian coast because there's more than one but uh again there's lightning in the gobi desert and mm-hmm. uh, it shows a overhead 
shot of like satellite view of Europe and all the lights yeah. are going. <laughs> Which I like it like country by country. They're all on just one power grid, apparently. But yes. then uh, we go to Raf in the backseat of the car. Why didn't like I'm sorry, I'm all on June's side, but Raf is like 12 years old. So shouldn't he be in the front seat with an airbag by now? You would think. Well, he's kind of small for his age, but yeah. And uh, there's lightning and he just starts counting and, and June's like, hey, you are right back there. And he's like, no, I'm just counting the interval between the lightning and the thunders to find out how far away the storm is, right? Yeah, and it starts off, I think he hits like four or five, and then it's just, mm-hmm. just lightning hits, the, just, and June has to swerve the car, and they end up crashing into a telephone pole. Yeah, and now there's a tornado or cyclone or whatever you call this thing coming. Either that or it's the Tasmanian devil. <laughs> Commercial break. And when we come back, the car starts getting pulled towards this Tasmanian devil. And uh, Bumblebee just starts driving down the road. He shows up and grabs the car before it flies off into the air. Mm, and he beeps something. And, and Raph says uh, he wants us to climb down to him. Like, so the force of this thing is enough to pull a Ford Crown Victoria or whatever full-size sedan this is off the ground, but a woman and a boy that can't weigh more than 70 pounds are fine. Like, anyway. And Bumblebee's holding onto a telephone pole that gets ripped out of the ground. But don't worry, Raph can handle this. So when that happens, he grabs the car with both hands, and they they do manage to get down to him, and he transforms them inside him and away they go we all almost lose june there's a little bit of a bait and switch here where raf gets on the bumblebee then the car flies away and somehow june is holding on to the hood yeah all all bumblebee has left is just the hood of the car and june climbs over it so they're 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 safe and they he drives them back to optimus hq and um back at the volcano the vehicons are harvesting dark energon that is just on just like it's out in the open now yeah they're mining away and they're sending it up the stargate elevator to the ship and megatron has another vision and this time it's of the world exploding and back at optimus hq june arrives with raph in bumblebee yep and ratchet's glad they're okay and june tells jack he's grounded until he's 30 i used to work with a guy when his second daughter was born he said exactly that she's grounded till she's 30 no boat no no booze no boys no drugs until then (laughs) i i like that she did say you're grounded till you're 30 huh okay 25 yeah She's punishing him too harshly. And then Fowler arrives and he's like, what the hell is going on, Miss Darby? Hello. Catches himself and Ratchet tells him these quakes are originating from the Earth's core. And Fowler is like, quakes don't start there. Then he just looks at you and goes, do they? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Ratchet does, he he starts listening to the audio files and he's like, wait a minute. And he's like, I don't know exactly what he does, but he syncs them all up. I guess he turns them into a MIDI file. And they they're a heartbeat and it's the heartbeat of unicorn and uh meanwhile because of course he is soundwave is doing the exact same thing on the decepticon ship and megatron's like soundwave turn it off i can't bear to hear it because it I, apparently he can already hear that in his head just from all the dark energy not only does he hear it in his head it's like driving him insane i mean it has been driving him insane which has been noted by many decepticons already but it's like pain mm. in his head now And uh, back with the Autobots, June points out, okay, if that's a heart, a heart pumps blood. There's nothing inside the Earth to pump. And Raph's just like, 
it's the blood of Unicron. <laughs> and then we go to the volcano and we zoom down and Unicron's voice goes, I have awakened, commercial yeah. break. And when we come back, Miko asks if something is living inside the Earth and Prime says uh, the core of the Earth is dark energon, not magma. And Ratchet says that Unicron is the rising darkness from the prophecy. So I have a quick question for Optimus. Where did all the magma come from in the four billion years of volcanic <laughs> activity in Earth's history? And keep in mind, it's four billion. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is, I think Optimus explains here that... Yeah, we get to that as I... Was it before... Before the beginning, there was Primus and Unicorn. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> then he, he explains, and, and props to this show, it's fairly accurate to the mess that G1 gave us in history. I mean, remember if, uh, in one episode, and I can't remember it, I'm sorry, but there was like a little monkey man who turned out that he built Unicorn. and Oh, that was called The Primitives, wasn't it? Where yeah, uh, and all, it, the, all the beast mode guys, like all the Dinobots and the, uh, the Terracons so and everything. So I'm yeah. glad they threw that out the door. But it seems that, yeah, there, there was a unicorn and there was Primus, and they fought back and forth endlessly, always defeating each other until Primus created the 13 original Primes. Mm -hmm. And they defeated Unicorn. <laughs> unicorn. <laughs> I'm just reading my notes. It says Unicorn. And sent his fat ass to the bottom of the sea. And, yeah, and Primus <laughs> became the core of Cybertron. And I guess he created the Transformers. So. Yeah. And that. then they never heard from Unicorn ever again. And Optimus figures that Unicorn is Earth. Not that he is inside Earth, but that Earth coalesced around him billions of years ago. Well, yeah, because Fowler wants to find the hole that he dug to get in there and fill it with explosives. You see, that'd end well. Didn't you fucking see Armageddon? <laughs> horrible movie. Anyway, uh, yeah, apparently NASA managers it's watch that thing movie. to see how many it's things they can find. Movie, but it's a fun movie. It. Yeah, it's a fun movie. Like, Turn off your thinking caps and just enjoy the fucking action movie. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, apparently the Earth formed around Unicorn. <laughs> I have it Unicron now, and I'm still saying Unicorn. I'm in your head. Yeah, and he's waking up now because of the gravitational pull of this planetary alignment that happened last time. And uh, hey, you know that thing you're listening to me with right now? It's having a greater gravitational effect on you than Mars. All yeah. right, just, just so we know how little gravitational effect this could possibly be having. So either way, so we go to the bridge of the nemesis and Arachnid says to Megatron, Hey, look, we've got all the dark energy we can carry. We should get out of here. And he's like, no, I'm going to go talk to unicorn. You're in charge. <laughs> and he walks off. He's going to have a chat with him. So Megatron flies to the volcano and he calls unicorn his Lord and master. And then Unicron's face appears in the smoke and he's all like, who summons me? <laughs> like every evil genie or whatever yeah. in every movie they ever made. And I did like that they kept true to Unicorn on like to G1 on a level in that as soon as Megatron's like, we'll rule Earth together. Unicorn's like, um, fuck you. You're a little <laughs> yeah. insect and I don't need you. Pretty Jump much. off a cliff. Yeah, because Megatron's like, yeah, it's me. The prophecy's been fulfilled. And Rogan's like, you idiot. You didn't do a damn thing. I woke up because I had to pee. You got any idea how many times <laughs> a night you wake up when you're over four billion? It's like, yeah, doesn't need any assistance. And Unicorn makes a, a great, uh, I guess, point here where he says, wait a minute, I sense a prime. And Megatron says, yes, it's Optimus. The last prime will destroy him together. And Unicorn comes back with, hey, if you couldn't destroy the last prime, why the fuck do I need you? Yeah, exactly. You're useless. 
Like, you clearly don't have the ability to destroy him, otherwise you already would have, right? So, I'll just do it myself, and he disappears. Then we go back to Optimus, who has... I, I don't know why he's where he is. They talk about he's at the epicenter of some of the stuff, but he's not near an earthquake. There's no dark energon crystals. There's no he's veins of dark energon. He's just in another generic canyon. Yep, and Ratchet uh, explains to Fowler that uh, the naturally occurring metals on Earth are extensions of Unicron, almost like limbs. So, okay. And while Optimus is walking around, a Unicorn's face comes out of the rock, and he's like, do you know who I am? Say my name, bitch! Yeah, because Prime recognizes him, and then Unicron comes out of the wall, and it looks like he's made out of rock. Unicron comes out of the wall! It's a brand new Treho! What the fuck is that? That's that's the like button. That's the like button. That's not a like button! That's just a bunch of two-by-fours with a bunch of ceramic tile on it! Half of them are broken! Yeah, but, I mean, come on. He's, he's trying, Herman. He's He means well. Uh, well, uh, anyway, this, it's a new Transformer, it's a new toy, and it's... Uh, you know what? Fuck it. This show's gone to hell. I'm out of here. Oh, there he goes. So, uh, this, and I guess this was kind of, I don't know, dumb of Optimus, where he says, Unicron, there's so many humans that you'll kill if you blow up Earth. Try to be nice and think of the humans. <laughs> yes. Would you like a cookie? Pretty much. Well, he tries to say that um, through evolution, the humans are basically your descendants, right? So, and Unicron's like, they're parasites that's like the, yeah which they are that's like saying the bacteria that lives on my skin are my descendants no yes. it's fucking parasites and bacteria but yeah now uh unicron's arm weapons like he had this big club thing and one and a spike and the other they turn into hands and he goes all star wars emperor on prime like with the the lightning yeah and optimus basically fires back the two of them start to duke it out and he Kills this unicorn pretty easily. I mean, I know it's made of stone, but it goes down pretty quick. Yep, but then more of them come out of the walls and the ground, and he's surrounded and to be continued. The Canadian Coast. Oh, come on, you saw this one coming. Did anyone that works on that show, or at the very least the script, ever look at a fucking map? Well, today's lesson is going to be about geography. See, Canada class is the largest... Really? Canada is the second largest country on Earth by total area behind Russia, and has over hey, two... Hey, Paul, take off your hat. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. We got to stand up, don't we? Yeah. All right, all right. Canada is the second largest country on Earth by total area behind Russia, and has over 200,000 kilometers of coastline. That's halfway to the moon. But even if you put aside the 36,000 islands, no, literally, there are that many, in the Arctic archipelago, just for a minute, and start it from southern New Brunswick, go up and around the Bay of Fundy, around Nova Scotia, down and back up the St. Lawrence, ignore Newfoundland, go up Labrador, Quebec again, down into the Hudson Bay and James Bay, across the top of Ontario, up the side of mainland Nunavut, across the top of the Northwest Territories and Yukon, fuck it, Alaska can come too, and back down the side of BC to the American border near Seattle, that's still one long coastline. Like, this must be one whiz-bang fucking tsunami if it's hitting all of that. Like, when a hurricane makes landfall or a tsunami happens, they don't say it hit the American coast. They tell you what state it landed in, or at the very least the region. Saying the American coast would be ridiculous because the United States is a pretty big place and has a lot of coastline. Ten times less than Canada, but it's not a contest.
Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. The next episode we're going to watch is One Shall Rise Part 2. If you want to learn a lot about the Canadian coast, you should watch Billy Connolly's documentary, Journey to the Edge of the World. It is great. Yeah, and make sure you rate and review the show on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, whatever you listen to Billy Connolly with, and uh, tell all your friends, so everybody you know. You can tell them that they can listen to old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. I can't bear to hear it.